I'ma get it, you know I be on the way Wing it, wing it, hey, wing it. welcome to another exciting... I don't even know if my audio... Yeah, it's good. Welcome to another exciting episode of Ride the Rebellion podcast. I am Drew. I almost wanted to say shout out to my buddy Scotty, uh, Native American pop culture spirit guy, because I'm so used to hearing him say it on another podcast I'm on. I am not Native American, nor am I posing to be Native American, nor am I slamming Native Americans. That's what he says. If you want to hear that, go to his, his uh, YouTube channel. It's called Bobcast. Go to that. Listen to his shows. Meanwhile, though, with me as always is the president, the ruling, the reigning, defending king of the Dale Boyd sports management empire, Dale Boyd. Man, I wish there was an empire. If there was an empire, would I call it like... The Empire Strikes Back sometimes? No, no you would not. No. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, we, that was a long way throwback to our early days on the pod. If, yeah. you're, if you're listening. The old games? The old games. Yeah, back when we used to do this game, if you guys don't know, uh, we used to do a game where we would... Uh, oh, let me see if I just hit that button and get some audio. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it has nothing to do with you guys. We okay. used to do a show where we'd play, is it Star Trek or is it Star Wars? And Dale would lose a lot. Yeah, I still don't know. Yeah. Like, no idea whatsoever. Yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, let's jump into our sponsor role real quick. Of course, we want to give a shout out to our friends over at Dirt Coaster Academy. Um, we had a nice controversial statement about them last month, which was, well, it's the last episode we talked about Storyteller and how, like, maybe they could have helped me. Yeah, you're right. I-, I got a call from Toby, and he was like, listen, that's a legit trail. Like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And I was like, I kind of feel like you're sandbagging me right now <laughs> and um, making me feel good about it just to keep your product endorsement. No, but he was serious. He was like, hey, if you want to learn to do it, I'll, I'll get you there. He's like, but it, it does take a lot of work and yada, yada, yada. We talked to a couple other people that have ridden it or seen it. And I've had other people say the same stuff, which was kind of funny. In all honesty, for mountain biking to handle almost anything in our area, which is mm-hmm. why I think dirt coaster is so good for this region. Um, and frankly, Bentonville now, but for our area, for sure, they definitely have equipped me for the tools to handle that. Like there's nothing that really throws me off and that's good. And mm-hmm. I think that's the same. You learn from it. We both learn from it. everyone that we know is taken is learned from it. We've seen those benefits <clears throat> that said, uh, their Bentonville side of things, I think is a totally different beast. Cause up there you're learning a whole different way of riding that we just don't have access to. No. Not just cause it's Bentonville, just simply because the area is a little bit better yeah. uh, in that capacity. I think that even, even in Bentonville, it, you're going to have to ride a different style down here. We have rocks. We have, we don't have rocks. We, we have, have roots. roots. We have roots. Uh, Mid-Alabama, you have rocks. Obviously, uh, southern Louisiana, where they're based out of, they have all the different types of sandy sandy bottoms as we do. So it prepares you to – you'll never go somewhere and ride that you're like, man, I've never seen this before. But at right. Bentonville, it's all kind of – I'm not. I've never been there, so I'm going to assume uh, just from things that I've heard, like it's very groomed trails, and they might have some – I'm sure they have some rugged single right. track, but – Mostly, you're going to learn how to like rail corners and and like corners that were built to be railed. Yep, that's you know, exactly like it. the corners that we're railing. It's like, eh, right? Oh, hang on, tires. Hang on, tires. Okay. <laughs> and I still have times where I'm like, I just don't like these tires because I'm not. I mean, I'll lean the bike over. Yeah. But when there's enough of a gap between the the center nub and the edges mm-hmm. and that little slide point, I don't like the slide point. I'm not yeah. there. Like we don't have enough time to ride on stuff where that bank is so trend like. 
it's normally it's a fast turn for us, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, I'm on it, and I, sl- I just it's not. For I me. was a, I was actually telling somebody I don't remember who it was. It was at the rev the other day. They were talking about I don't know how to trust my tires, and I was like, okay, well, have you ever snowboarded? And the, this person said yes, and I was like, it's equivalent to like learning your edges on snowboarding, right? So like once you feel that edge, it's like uh, the manual trainers that are out there. Yeah. So once you feel that edge, or feel where that manual is. That's where your sweet spot is. Right. Like you don't want to go past it. You don't want right. to go forward. So like, uh, that's the, that's how I kind of run with my tires. I guess I I probably push past the edge sometimes. Just let it happen. But no, I'm the same. I mean, it's kind of the way. It, I, the other part is like we talked about tires on Sunday. Like trying to find the right tire for where you're riding. Yeah. And maybe that's a whole. I mean, I don't know. I just ride what. what well, I, I mean, I think that we'll throw that in the mix because yeah. Sunday was an interesting conversation, which is kind of. Um, kind of the topic of our show when we get there. So yeah, of course, uh, Dirt Coaster Academy, a right. big loop back yeah. to it. Uh, they won't just help you with your riding. They'll help you set, get your bike set up correctly. And I think one of the real advantages is you can have a conversation with Toby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have you can talk to Nina. Uh, t- the thing is, if you're interested in enduro in any capacity, here you have a dude that's one, right. has run multiple races, and it's confirmed he can shred. And has so, he like, ever beat Kevin? He's never beat Kevin Black, which brings us to. No, I think he always beats Kevin. No. <laughs> I think he, no, he has always beat Kevin. That's what I meant. Kevin's which, never. But it brings us to uh, our unofficial sponsor, Man of War Tattoo. If you want to be second place like Kevin Black, oh, he'll my even God, tattoo he's you with murder. the second place red ribbon. <laughs> he needs a second place red ribbon. Oh my God! Oh yeah, he's tried yeah. this year too. He's gonna murder me after this. But if you, uh, it, legitimately, if you're looking for a tattoo, we just I just talked to somebody, uh, uh, JD that I just hired that works here. He's got a lot of tattoos, and he's had work done there. And he's like, dude, they're fantastic. Yeah. And so he's bounced around all over the Eastern Shore. The and best part about them. the tattoos that they do is they're so extravagant, right? My tattoo is like stick figures. Right. right. <laughs> so it's so funny that I have Kevin's like, can they you get probably something just a like, little more manly next time? A little the, bigger. The gun starts up. And he's like, me. Exactly. Okay, good. I'm done. It was like, that's so easy. <laughs> no, seriously. When I was there, I was like, oh, you're done? Like, I thought you were just like started. He's yeah. like, no, for real. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> he goes, your wife's getting a bigger one. Right. Wow. Like, so well, that's that was, how it always works. Oh, man. Yeah. So if you have a chance, check them out. You can uh, the best place to see their work and such is on Instagram, which I believe is at Man of War Tattoo. Yeah, and right. Kevin has his own blacky tattoo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, Kevin's also fun because you get some MTB in there that's too. Right, I yeah. yeah, that's a good one to follow. Um, so of course we have them. Uh, Lucky Shot Coffee. Listen, I gave him his Christmas. I literally saw one of the clients, uh, USM today, so University of Southern Mississippi is one of my clients, and I saw them today on a, on a shoot, and they talked about the coffee and how delicious it was. They're like the Drew's blend is the best, and I was like, well, that's from Lucky Shot because I did a custom blend and gave it to my clients as a gift. We're still drinking it here, and it's fantastic. Like we all literally think it's the best coffee we've had. Not, well, they may not say that. I think it's the best coffee, but it is also a Drew's blend, and I'm just pompous enough to believe that. <laughs> it has, like, you with a crown on it, like a king crown <laughs> just sitting king. on top of it. I'm the boss of kings. <laughs> but it is fantastic. If you haven't had a chance to try it, head over to LuckyShotCoffee.com and uh, order yourself some coffee and get going with that. Also, I'm waiting for him to call, but this uh, is way off his not. schedule. He already called me today. Oh, he did, okay. We got our quota in. So, also, we'd like to uh, shout out to Run and Try. Um, I know I got a little pissed off last week when I went off about. I, I was listen, <laughs> listening to the episode, and I was like, "Man, I was a little, I was angry," but I am a little angry still. But if you have a chance, head over to Run and Try. Right. They have more than just you can. Obviously, they have shoes. I've got to go over there and get another set of shoes um, coming up due here. They are also starting up on Wednesday nights a run from Post in Spring Hill. 
Um, I'm not sure the actual location of the post. Run to where? Uh, basically, they used to do it at B-dubs, um, but they just run, group run, uh, any distance, basically come back and have drinks. And, and he has giveaways to give away on Wednesday nights for whoever oh, shows cool. up, things like that. So that's a good idea. if you're a runner or thinking about getting in the running, what better place to do it than at a bar? Is it a zero drop run? No, the no runs are ever zero drop. That right, I runners been. are assholes. Yeah, so you're going to find the people that are your pace, and those are going to become your friends. Right, and that's the way it works. Right, yeah, runners are assholes, uh, which leads me into a topic of bikers may or may not be. Ooh, they might not be. In some cases, depends on how tight their clothes are. That is correct. <laughs> Somewhat, <laughs> I I true. feel like I honestly feel like that uh, the the spandex crowd. Um, just doesn't care no and the ones that are nice enough to ha- engage in conversation like literally engage in convo mm-hmm. not just be like yeah <laughs> but the ones actually engage in convo yeah. they're cool people they end up being pretty cool i feel like the douchebaggery exists primarily inside of us lucy baggers it does like we can be some prick hole sandwiches yeah the uh the folks since we're stereotyping the f- folks that wear spandex <laughs> but yeah. they they generally um, are out for a workout, right? Like they're there to get their right. workout in. They're there to get done. They're not there to have a craft beer and BS with the boys afterwards. Right. Um, they're there for a reason and they, they put it hard and they do it. And there's no disrespect there. Yeah. Um, but the <laughs> there is a lot of douchebaggery that goes on with the baggy, the cargo pockets. <laughs> oh, dude, there's no way around it. Like there is, I mean, you are constantly sizing. I rarely hear XC guys give or spandex clan care about that much about what else someone else rides they're looking at your strava times and prs us the first thing we do is like uh check out his bike check it out what's it got oh what's out that guy doesn't have a float look at him look at this guy he rides rock shock this guy externally routed dropper post like who is this guy (laughs) oh he has as we have done on this show we have said oh he has 26 inch tires who is this guy yeah that's right yeah we we what douchebags we are we are douchebags and that's the that's the fun we have a we have a podcast so <laughs> we can be douchey but actually this podcast is zero drop so we really don't care what you're buying right now at we the end truly of the day don't. at the end of the day we've worked hard to overcome right, some yeah, of that yeah. but it still exists and and so we try not to let it happen at the reb as best we can but there's i've heard it from time to time but it's rare it's really really this really is, rare conversely though like we all, we're, we're bringing up the bad bike right but having a really nice bike right. and not being able to ride it is conversely just as douchey, I guess. Right. Right. Like, I've made that comment. I think I told Trey when we went to the Bonita um, Enduro race, my first time ever Enduro racing, first time riding the, the Meta. And like, I wheel it off, and we're walking up to get our tags, and everybody's staring at it, right, because it's glowing in the sun. Right. And I was like, I think I turned to Trey and Bug. I, I was like, well, can't suck now. Right. <laughs> like, it's like that thing, like, you can't roll up with a bike like that and blow. Yeah, I mean that's a perspective game, right? Yeah. Right. I mean that's also me being an athlete my whole life, right? Like that that walking into right. a gym with the dude with the brand new Jordans on, he better <laughs> right. not suck. If he does, I'm just gonna smack him. That's exactly it. It's true though. It's one of those things of like for me, like I look at him, I look at the bike. I, you know, there's times that um, I look at other people's stuff and I'm like, that's awesome, and, I, and I'm, I'm you know whatever their ride might be and whatever. But for me, the bigger takeaway, I'm looking at the client because I parked or this guy pulling up, I parked really shitty. I bet he's gonna bitch about it. But the the riding factor for me is how much fun that person generates. The right. only time I ever get envious or any of that space is it depends on how much fun mm-hmm. they generate. There's a guy that rides with us. Shout out to uh, the other Jacobe, mm-hmm. not not Jakey Poo, but the other Jacobe that rides with us. And that Jacobe, that guy, he 
is one of the most positive, super sender, fun, mm-hmm. stoke builders that's like, let's go, come on, let's see. And he's just positive all the time yeah. and is uplifted, loves the rev, all that stuff. But he rides legitimately the nicest bikes I've ever been around. Right. Like, hands down. Like, when mm-hmm. he rolls them out, they're awesome. He has the money to afford it. That's his business. Like, I don't care. But he's he's a great rider, too. Yeah. But what I love about riding with him, is it like he gets behind you? He doesn't care one way. Though. He's just going to stoke. Mm-hmm. He's just going to stoke, stoke, stoke. And if someone's pushing, then he might push with you. Like when right. you guys play, yeah, he'll chase you. He'll right. ride right with you. Um, but when he's riding with me, he's just back there having a good time, hooting and hollering and enjoying life. Yeah, when we were riding the other day, him and I, I was like, man, I took a wrong turn. He was like, I don't know. I just checked my smiles meter and it's good. We're right. Good. And right. I'm like, all right. Good. Good that, point. That yeah, right that, there. That is was like, like the greatest quote. Like, all right, dude. That's the same thing when we said, you know, people are getting lost. Because they don't have a route. Like, right. we're so conditioned to have a beginning and an end. Right. That, like, if you're on your bike, in the woods, on a trail, right. you're not lost. Right. Just enjoy the ride. Right. Take that's a right. turn. What's Unless you're turn? on this some epic that's, like, 46 miles or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you got miles. some 347-mile yeah. trail of John and Don idiots. <laughs> Don and John. Don John. Wasn't that a company for a while? Don Juan. Don, Don John? Juan. I said, hey, this is just new. I mean, this is off topic completely. What, do we have a topic? No, not really. All right, so... John just texted me and said he's going to this. I forget the even name of it because I was trying to figure out what it was. But he said they're going to this race and it's like 347 miles or 370 miles. And I was like, how many days are you going to do this? And he's like, well, we're shooting for three. I was like, that's 123 miles a day. Good God. I said, I'll pray for y'all and I don't even pray. But so. wait, isn't the, what is the, what is the, the Tinga TNGA thing? Yeah, that was 350. Right, so they're just shy of that. Yeah, but it's in middle. It's in Ocala, I think, in Florida. So they're less elevation. Oh, so it's more of It'll a. It'll be flat. Do you think it's a? Is it a linear ride or is it a loop? It's a loop. So I think they have oh, to do yeah. a loop mm-hmm. over and over. I'm not doing that. It's like a hundred mile loop or a f- something like that. I don't nope, know. I tried to read and I, I lost me. I, I can't ride in circles. Yeah, it's a hundred mile loop. I'm not douching anybody that likes to ride in circles. Yeah. I just don't like riding in circles for that mile long. Loop, though, for that long, a hundred mile loop, you'd forget. I don't know, man. I get. I just would know that I'm going to see this tree again. Yeah, I just know it. I guess that. Like on on a short track, it's one thing. Like if I'm training and we're riding like X, you know, all mountain XC down Florida, country, though. whatever the fuck the word is this week. Yeah, those loops. <laughs> I'm totally good with that stuff. Right. That's like anything. That's in life. I mm-hmm. love the repetition. That's training. But if you're asking me to to ride in a circle for fun, well, I just have a tough time. Three hundred, like multiple circles. Three hundred plus miles is not fun. Whether you're riding it in loops no. or straight, <laughs> that no. sounds like a Nixon special right there. Oh, Nixon probably invented it. I'm sure he did. It's in Ocala. I bet he's going to be there. Ah, he might. I don't know. I'll tell John to reach out to him. Yeah, that'd be kind of good to know. So yeah, what were we talking about? Ah, uh, just not being a douchebag, which we just were kind of being douchey about it. Oh, we're definitely douchey. <laughs> so. But- one that's of the things the that's happened is it is is we, we bring this up to say we had uh you ever have one of those days and I guess this is really the topic so not being a douchebag leads into this but you ever have one of those riding days where like you ride and it doesn't matter how much you ride you just don't seem to get tired the weather's fantastic mm-hmm. the energy's great uh there's a bunch of that that was what we were lucky enough to have like a Sunday not too mm-hmm. long ago and we call it dirt church where we're from and that's an open thing like not open to anybody but like. If somebody wanted to ride the Reb, that's the day to do it is on Dirt Church. Absolutely. So Sunday mornings, it's just pleasant. You get out there obnoxiously early for some reason. <laughs> I love build it out fire. there early. Yeah. It, when you get out there early, it's like you watch the sunrise over the horizon right. and it's just peaceful. It is. I mean, it really is. 
And then a bunch of a-holes show up screaming fart jokes and dick jokes and whatever else we can manage to. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, they're like, man, you guys, where's this place you guys ride at? And like, is there new members coming? I was like, you know, we're kind of limiting because of the trail situation and stuff. And I was like, but if you make enough dick jokes, you could probably get invited. <laughs> right. right. You make a good quality. They got to be high quality <laughs> dick jokes. Quality. Um, but, you know, you get that ride. We had that ride. And I remember, I remember f- like that was so impactful to me that, that how good of a day it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my God, like that's the addiction of riding. Like I can't even imagine Sasquatch. I can't even imagine, uh, riding. Um, if, if riding were that all the time, it mm-hmm. wouldn't be special, but it was one of those things that was like, truly it was rare. It's like for right. me on projects. Like if I get a project that's that good, they're rare to get clients that are that awesome that just everything seems to work well and just, it just feels like a benefit the whole time, especially on our trails, right? Right, because you're not ex- you you're excited, but you're not surprised, right? Right, because you ride them all the time, right? We build them, right? Yeah, right. We ride them so much. I've walked them so much right. that now it's. I mean, I drug a wheelbarrow full of dirt and rocks around them yesterday. That was yeah. terrible. Yeah, but it's like uh, that. You to have those moments, like we are living that place for those moments, like yeah. sitting on the benches with everybody hanging out, yeah, um, and Bug pulling his pants down. Just yeah. all of it. it. It was one of those where it was so interesting and there's so many different types of riders, so many different people coming to play. And personalities. Oh yeah, it was and nuts. demographics and it's like everybody's there for one reason. And so I got to thinking, it was like, how do you recreate that culture? Because you can and you can't, right? Mm-hmm. For anybody out there that's looking for the same thing, like maybe you're a solo rider, uh, then you need to find that one other person that just adds that. Because the one thing that came out of that is that Every person that was out there, including some of the more negative, some of the people we have, they're t- typically maybe a little more pessimistic, like Le Poo Extreme. Um, <laughs> even even that guy was no longer pessimistic, right? And I think the thing is, is you have to find people that it doesn't matter how good they ride. I would argue they need to be a, close to your level, mm-hmm. if not better. Yeah. If if they're a really good rider, but the important part is that if they share the stoke with you and they're excited to be out there and have that mm-hmm. fun then you can start building that because if you start building everything on that platform, suddenly you're going to see more and more of those Sundays. They're not always going to be that great, but you'll have more of those than you will the just simple boring riding day. One of the things that came from it though, that we, that you and I can take from this. And um, I say you and I, because there was some weeks there where we're out there just trudging along, cutting and raking and raking and cutting and planning and it seemed pointless, right? right? Like we've made a bitch to each other about like, why are we the only people here? Like, right. why is there no one here? This is the prime months. Not to build. We don't care if you're building. I mean, it'd be awesome if you did. But these are the months where we should be out there, Every everybody. And right. no one was there. So I think that this just pays, like, this reinforces what we already thought right. we were doing. You know, like. We, yeah, had, uh, uh, we had like three people. Three or four. How many people were new that had never ridden there? We had two guests. Yeah. And then Pat was the third one. Yes. It's Pat is uh, hilarious. It's I can't Pat wait to have him on the hilarious. show. Um, <laughs> well, that, I don't even know how that'll man, go. He's a funny go. guy. Love Pat. He's fun. great. But like we had, we had It's Pat, Justin's buddy, and then that Nate guy. And yeah. what the biggest takeaway from this, and which I think is really fascinating, is we're all out there, and there was a lot of us, and we're all riding. I mean, it would have been great. I, I, it's one of those times I wish Carrie would have been there because she would have got to experience something really neat that she would have appreciated because mm-hmm. she's sentimental like me. She likes those kind of moments. Yeah. But this guy Nate's there, 
And he rolls up and we laughed because him and Le Poo mm-hmm. look kind of similar. Look similar. They were twins. They, they were look, like brothers. They, they were like brothers. <laughs> and they they ride both really well. They're clearly the best two the best two riders out there. Yeah. Not knocking anybody else, but like we I didn't know this guy's story until I sat down. But this guy grew up in the PNW. Mm-hmm. He grew up in the Pacific Northwest. He learned to ride mountain biking in that area. That's what he knows, right? He's been all mm-hmm. through there. He lives in Alaska currently. <laughs> like yeah. He goes to Whistler. I mean, the guy is a legit rider. Mm-hmm. And he's on our property. And if you want to seek validation in the bullshit world that we don't <laughs> talk. But again, I didn't seek validation from him, but he brought it. And he, right. he said, I believe he said it to you. Yeah, he said it to me. That this area, or you can you can probably get the quote better in, but the fact is that he walked away impressed, and you can say what he said, but he walked away impressed. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way because I don't he he wasn't the type of guy. He's military. He's not the type of guy that's just going to be nice and kiss our ass. Right. I think he was legitimately understanding that the terrain that we had with what we were and what that is to him was like, oh man, it was great because he didn't give a shit about that stuff. He cared about that the riding was fun. Like right. he had people around him that were sharing in the stoke yeah. and enjoying themselves. Yeah, what he said was, you guys created something really special here. There it is. And it's not, you didn't build something special. You didn't rake something special. You didn't dig something special. You created something special. So to me, that to that means that we created a community or an environment around an atmosphere around people that's yep. fun, yep. you know, and, and I think that's awesome. I mean, it was a, from the beginning, I mean, we even had a podcast about how we didn't want to ride our bikes because we were just like down and out, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it was... It's polar opposite. Yeah, totally opposite. And so part of what made all that super magical and how things went in that capacity was the fact that like, look, we all got out there. It was a good dirt church. The reason the hype was so high is... And, and if anybody wants, I'm just going to say this, like, just so you guys know, there's, there's not an ask for it. If mm-hmm. you want to, you're welcome to the PayPal is at ride the rebellion at ride the reb mm-hmm. at ride. The reb is the PayPal. We just basically ask our members. We have a friend and we've talked about it on the show before we have a friend we've made fun of him for months. We, we on have the podcast. on this podcast, the podcast into his face yes. across the board, uh, which is Jakey Poo and Jakey mm-hmm. Poo rides this 26 inch wheeled bike. Intense I, bike it's an intense i think it's from 2006 it's 12 years old right is yeah. it 12 years old yeah it's 12 years old okay so it's not that bad but still, still 12 years in the old. bike world Technology a lot has changed yeah, yeah, yeah. right so he rides a 12 year old bike he it's not a matter of financial whether he has the money or not he just is in a spot where buying a new bike and getting it's just not going to work out for him at the moment when does it ever work out for anyone to be honest <laughs> It doesn't, but but I know that like for him, yeah. he changed jobs. He right, took a right. lot a lot of personal stuff. A lot of things happened, and so it's always been on the back burner. Right. But we literally harassed this guy about yeah. his bike. We've made fun of him on this podcast. There's episodes <laughs> like of weekly. us being total asshats about That's it. Right. Uh, and then you had come up to me, he's like, "Man, we got to do something." And I was like, I- "I'm with you." And so we rallied together, and literally a group of people all pitched in, along with the Red Bike Shop, which mm-hmm. will happen at some point. And we all pitched in and we raised money and we bought him a bike. But the irony of this was it wasn't just a bike that we found. It was <laughs> you did the digging. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you came across the exact bike, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was the was... exact bike that he wanted mm-hmm. in the exact color that was perfect because it was raw, just like his intense was. Yeah. And we were able to secure that bike from him. We gave it to him the night before, surprised him out of the blue. I had to tell this mm-hmm. whole lie. There's yeah. a video. I don't know if the video will get shared or not because, uh, 
he's cool with it, but he did. Well, I mean, he got me crying because yeah. he was crying. I mean, it was like, pff, it's a gut hit when you see this dude that you love to ride with be that happy. Like right. he helped make somebody. And so all these people showed up to share in that stoke. So it's mm-hmm. just like flowing. Right. Yes. I think, I mean, and Jake, Jakey Poo called me that night. We, right. I cried on the phone. Like right. just the, the whole thing was, we didn't buy this bike out of pity. We didn't buy it out of shame for us. We didn't buy it as a token to make ourselves feel better because we've been making fun of him. It wasn't about any of that. It was right. about like the love for somebody and the bike might be mean more than just the bike, right? right. It means like we care about each and everybody, everybody, right. everyone. We care about everybody that rides out there in a different capacity, right? And and we're paying back or paying homage to the guy that found the Reb, that right. made it possible for us and a guy that, maybe needed a pickup in a certain situation, right? right? Like, so sometimes mountain biking doesn't have to be about what you ride, who you ride with, or what it is. Sometimes it just needs to be about be a good fucking friend. And that's, that's what it, it was. I mean, that's what the game came down to is like, right. we were there to come through in the clutch. And, and again, if we, if we think of it this way, if, and this applies to anybody. I think it's a fantastic thing. Find somebody in your riding group that maybe needs that bump. Maybe they need a new helmet. Maybe right. you made fun of that. Find it. But here's how it works. Here's how easy it was. There was enough people in the Reb group mm-hmm. that they all pitched in. If you're not, most of, most of us buy some kind of bike gimmick once a month. Yeah. All we're asking you to do is not buy a bike <laughs> right. thing for this month. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have one of the best feelings in the world. And watch some, one of your friends just totally benefit from that. Mm-hmm. So by just not buying a single F and bike park, a bike part or going to a bike park. or going to a bike park, <laughs> you can literally raise enough money to buy a bike. Mm-hmm. And we bought this dude, a Banshee, yeah. by the way, we a did Banshee not get him type. something swaggy. We got mm-hmm. a Banshee and shout out to the guy in Orlando, William. Thank you very much for hooking us up. He was great. That's right. Made it very easy. Um, it's a great bike. But we were able to do that. So the point is you could take that same level of stoke and inject that into any community where you are by mm-hmm. simply just, hey, you guys, we're going to pitch in 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 20 It doesn't matter how much. Mm-hmm. If you just rally in it, just spare a part and yeah. then create some stoke because that's literally what happens when you do that kind of stuff. And sometimes, I mean, and we've talked, we talked about this, like our demographic of folks that ride with yep. everyone, I'm sure your community is the same. We come from a certain demographic of affluence. Yeah. I would say, right? Yeah. We're, we're riding thousand dollar bicycles. Sure. Okay. So we're not used to getting things like this. So we were kind of nervous about how he would take it. And being a man, we're not supposed to talk about things, right? Right. Like if things are bothering us, we are t- conditioned to just yeah. <laughs> internalize it and right. pull your bootstraps up and go to work, right? Right. So it was, I think that's why I say it was more than just a bike. Like it meant so much. Like I was putting the bike together like in happiness, right? right. Like things were frustrating because Shimano shit is trash here it is and you can send your hate mail too <laughs> but i could figure out i mean this he has a, it's a shimano drivetrain i'm a sram guy so but anyway i was frustrated with that but i was like smiling you know like right. if it was my bike i mean it wasn't because it wasn't my bike but just the whole thing. shit i almost was like i don't know man maybe he just needs something else cause yeah because that bike is sick it is sick <laughs> yeah it's and really it's gorgeous sick. if you guys have not seen a banshee in person i am telling you yeah go find the dude or or, or lady or friend whoever has one and go find look Jakey at Poo. it and look at yeah find he'll Jakey let you Poo. stand there and stare at it like he is look at the details on right. it though they do a fan their design idea mm-hmm. is is up there common sale is really good yeah. right Man, some of the notes on that Banshee, just little bitty things at me, they just caught my eye and it's like hidden lines. Right. And that's the thing I love about 
like certain cars have hidden lines where it's like, oh, I didn't see the car, how it would shape that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, it's gorgeous and almost all light. It's a pretty bike. And we all know how long it takes to like get used to riding a new bike. Yeah. The poo was shredding on that thing in like just, 10 minutes. Because he was, he, let's be honest though. It was probably easier. <laughs> yeah, because he's cramming down on this 26er. Right. And I was laughing because like all the jumps out there that he built, all of his jumps were built with the knowledge of a 26 inch bike yeah. in play. And now all of a sudden he's out there, you know, they all would benefit us. But now he's jumping on a 29er mm-hmm. or he's actually riding a mullet, but he's riding this mullet that's m- more or less. And you completely see a different it's a complete riding experience is different it's awesome and and seeing him at the end was like oh there's some things i have to learn like pedal strikes i'm like yeah it actually hits the ground a little bit like you have to learn that and it just had a lot more travel than what he was used to and the lyric fork once he gets all that shit lined out it's gonna be it's a beast of a bike fun and so i guess that's that's kind of the thing that there was kind of playing in my brain like thinking about what we're going to talk about this particular episode because we don't plan it all the time because we have a lot of we stuff going down on four minutes ago yeah, and said true. what are we going to talk about no it's that's accurate i don't think anybody that's ever been around drew and i thought that we had a lack of conversational no ability. we can talk about shit all day i mean we talk to we, we see each other and then two hours later i'm like hey what are you doing i don't know i mean it's stupid <laughs> yeah we can talk and about we don't shit even talk forever. about bikes most of the time right we that's talk the about thing. everything uh there's a great podcast by the way that i'll refer over it's called uh <coughs> excuse me that's what it's called it's called feeding feeding ourselves feeding our friends feeding oh, yeah. shit anyway it's the mahalo my dudes Okay. It's their podcast, which I would like to point out they they're copying us just putting it on there. Copycat. But um they rarely they have like one episode out of eight that's about mountain biking. The rest of the time oh. it's just general conversation. And they get guests because they have the ability to pull them in mm-hmm. uh and they're in Vancouver or whatever. But they we have get, a very we good get show. Like D list mountain bike racers. No, no, they brought the guy in the <laughs> no, Oh we, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bring, was a, we bring in a, bug. We bring in what did that guy call him? Cricket? Yeah, cricket. No, yeah, what did he say? Beetle? Beetle. Beetle. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I saw that one with Beetle. Yeah, Beetle. That's great. I uh, we, Beetle. We, have, we have Beetle Bailey. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fascinating, it's, it's a good podcast, but the, the thing that I, I take away from all that is we sit down to have fun. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be a fun, stokey thing. It's not a tech-driven thing. Cool. We can talk about these. No, I'm talking about us. Like We oh, can talk yeah, about yeah. tech shit on here all day, <laughs> well, but neither one that. of us are really going to be the best people you ever want to ask tech advice from, because yeah. um, at the end of the day, like, I can fix things. Dale can fix things, but sometimes we fix it with like luck and spit. Right. When and I say, give me that thingy tool right. to fix it. Right. <laughs> like, Ooh, Oh, Oh, it lined up. Oh, we're good. Let's yeah. ride. Right. I mean, there's been times it's been, I've been zip tying things together oh, just yeah, to be yeah. like, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think it's important to say that like, that's not, it's not knocking that side of it, but that's kind of our, our approach is like, this is the casual side. This is that zero draw. Yeah. This is the po We're the equivalent of the the group ride mm-hmm. where you're just talking shit like one ride we just talked about our favorite Arnold movies and just passed <laughs> yeah, it down the line it was great. stupid but that's what it is or we're the post ride beer yeah we right? are uh sometimes it's hoppy sometimes it's not yeah that's exactly right <laughs> it's uh i think that that's what we started for right like we got tired of hearing i personally got tired of hearing podcasts like talk about shit that we yeah. don't ever see do yeah or I most mean, people don't that right? goes back that goes back to the same things like this I mean, I still firmly stand by my shout out to the Flatlands. Like this is for all those groups, but it's not just them. I think there's a lot that's overlooked. I think that like, I think that Birmingham and Nate even said this, the guy from P and W Nate was like, dude, Birmingham is 
wicked good. Mm-hmm. He was like, that is a great place to go ride your bike. Yeah. And he's ridden all over the country. And that guy's saying that. Not to knock Chattanooga, not to knock Pisgah, not to knock uh, any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But literally, you know, I think there's a lot that gets overlooked because they're in shadows of giants. Right. And sometimes th- that where that shadow is is where the absolute most amazing things are. There's probably stuff happening in the Midwest that I wish we would get to know about that's mm-hmm. so exciting and so fun that is not about sending gnarly jumps and doing, it's just, they're having, they've found a way to have super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I told you a, a year ago, I, I met a guy, they're up in Pittsburgh. I think they're in the Pittsburgh area and they have a private bike park, exact same scenario as us. Yeah. Now these guys have rocks and proper yeah, stuff, right. but, the, and they're, and they do the same thing. There's this Thursday nights. They have a Thursday night ride. No dude misses it. They all show up. There's like 28 to 30 members, same scenario as us. They get pissed drunk. Oh, well. <laughs> and he was like, dude, so many guys call in on Fridays. It's like, it's just <laughs> brutal. Cause they're all like 40 plus. Yeah. So they're all in that same range as us or uh-huh. in that bracket and they're all dads and they're all like, they come home and get in trouble and shit. It's pretty <laughs> good awesome. shit. That's, I mean, it's a golf league. That's right. It's what, I mean, it's just a bike. That's exactly what it is. Because I used to go to golf league too. Right. It's just finding that group and and hanging with it. Um, Yeah. I mean, even when I golfed, I golfed at a place called, my membership was, I had two memberships, but my membership was at Prairie View Golf Course, right? And it is exactly- Is that Prairie View A&M? No, no, no. Just kidding. it's, it should be. Uh, so it's exactly what you think. It right. is like a prairie with a golf course on it. Right. And everybody uh, everybody always be like, oh, you golf there? I'm like, you guys, I have more fun at this shitty little golf course. And it wasn't shitty. The guys that owned it golfed with us. Right. And they took amazing care of it, and it was uh, in great shape. But people were like, well, it's, it's just too easy. I'm like, okay, well, do you like to go golf and hate yourself the whole time? That's right. Like, why would you like? I like to enjoy when I golf, and when I'm playing golf there four days a week, I'd rather golf and drink beer and enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah, you no, know? I'm, so I'm totally with you. I don't mind the wind rocks of the world, right? But I don't want to ride them every single time, right? I have to uh, put a battery in that camera. I think it died. Ooh, Ooh yeah, you so guys you get to, to look talk. at me the whole time. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it go out. I was like, ah, well. Here we go. Come sit on Daddy's lap. <laughs> so. uh any other news we got to share? Anything? I don't know. Spicy? I don't know anything spicy. Oh. See, this is what happens when uh, the, the MC stands up. Is that what you are? The the lead guy? I just randomly stare at the camera in awkwardness. <laughs> yeah, we're good. And we're back. Oh, yes. I don't even know if I'm going to cut this out. No, don't cut it out because we are that generic. Actually, one. aha! We were talking about the what you wear thing, and yeah. it reminded me the first time. Man, I think it might have been my second race, my second cross country race I ever went to. I was racing Cat Three, but I still had no clue. I drove four hours to get there that morning, and was like, "All right, just the one where your dad was sick." Yeah, oh, my Jesus. dad had had a heart attack. I got yeah. the call. My dad had a heart attack at three a.m. when I was getting ready to leave to drive to this race. My dad's right. nine hours away, twelve hours away. So right. Like, okay, well, I'm going to go race anyway. So we get there and line up on the line. I look around. I'm wearing, you know, regular shorts. I got Vans on. I hadn't even been clipless yet. And a T-shirt that I made, my dad racing jersey, right? So lined up and everybody has kits on. Everybody's got all kits. (laughs) And I'm looking around like, fuck. Like, this was a waste of time. Like, I'm going to get my ass kicked. And so it goes off and we take off and... I don't know where I'm at. You never know where you're at in those races. There's just people everywhere. So just kind of put my head down. Like at one point, this goes back to my dad's heart attack thing. But at one point I'm like, 
in pain. I was like, wait, my dad might have died. Like, right. he's bad. Like, this is not pain. So anyway, push through, get done. And John and Don were there. And John was like, how did you do? I was like, I have no clue. Like, I've never, I never saw anybody that I saw at the fit start line. So I just assumed they all dropped me. Right. So we get done and I ended up, I got third place, I think. There so, you go. But it was, it was, that was pretty sweet. And the fact that it doesn't matter what you wear. And right. also a humble brag that I got on the podium. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> But I mean, the like, subtle humble yeah, brag. I brought it all back. But right. the 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 spandex and cargo thing. I was being douchey because I was judging them, thinking they're fast. They're probably right. being douchey, judging me, like what the hell is this dude doing? Or 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 vice versa. They were like, oh, this guy just doesn't know because he hasn't ridden long enough. Right. If he's going to be in, I mean, what is the what is the actual increase? Like Nixon said it best. No, he, Nixon, he, yeah. Nixon gave the best answer I've ever heard, but there's not really that much of an increase. Not, it's more about not wicking. XC sprint race like right. that. It's more about wicking Especially at that Cat point. Especially Cat 3. Those dudes are just, all right. Half, but half now trained. Enduro, if I was do, not Enduro, but Endurance, sorry. If I was doing an Endurance race, mm-hmm. I don't know. I might. I might. Yeah, cause it, First off, I'm going to chamois, which I haven't right. done in years. I don't even know if my butthole will accept a chamois. <laughs> Well, that's the title of this episode. It depends on what time of year it is. <laughs> oh man, ow, that hurts my back. Um, Damn it! I think that when you do that, it's almost that whole uh, UPS drivers only turn right thing. Yeah, because if you take that over a certain long period of time, the benefit that you get from it right. added up over time is probably greater than if you if you don't if you have that resistance. Yeah, fair I enough. I guess if you're riding in open not in the woods and you finally hit a headwind and your shirt's flapping you're like fuck i wish this thing wasn't flapping no probably right (laughs) i mean have you have you you've never ridden like any big open road stuff right yes like on a road bike though no on a mountain bike so when i went to wyoming with mr pickles oh yeah you did uh, we did way open stuff we're literally riding at devil's tower like like well yeah I mean, I sent Devil's Tower. Like, I came down. Like, because you can't mountain bike there, but you can road bike down. And it's a brutal climb up. And then the descent is to shit. And I've told the story. Like, it's one of my favorite biking moments in history. (laughs) Personal moments, right? Um, Because I was just hauling ass. But when we were out there riding, the headwind in both Cleveland. We were in, uh, not Cleveland. We were in South Dakota at first. The headwind in South Dakota was so gnarly that, I mean, it (laughs) felt like we were riding in place. Like, it was absolutely the worst ride in the world because it was that bad right so then it made sense like you don't want all that stuff Mm -hmm. right and so you want to be buttoned up but it was also cold as fuck like it was not pleasant so i get it i mean that's like not to knock it i get it. there's time and place for it um i think if i had do you remember this company i think they were called golf punk do you remember you ever remember i don't think so it was something like that, but it was a company and like all, it was all golf clothes that were, okay. that were um, meant to be course legal for dress requirements, yeah. but they had like weird, sh- like under the collar, I think there was like, like middle fingers or uh, anarchy symbols. There's some of those. There's some, I follow it, some t- now. Yeah. It was yeah. like all this like hidden little yeah. moments uh-huh. of like, you're dressed preppy, but it's really anarchy and chaos yeah. and punk rock. Yeah. There's one now that I think there's a dude like bending over, but it's like real small all over right. it. Like just. Right. Stuff like I that. think I think I would do that if I could get some good looking uh, spandex that made sense that way. Oh, dude, they have so much spandex kit. Oh, there's like, crazy you can stuff get now. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. But I still, it just I don't like the way it feels. Well, I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, bro. Look like a Idaho potato sack with a spandex on. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you own it though, and you're just like fuck it, I'm rocking it. I'm gonna own this. I'm you just comfortable. Fuck everybody. Um, 
Yeah, so I think the big takeaway from this this thing is is just sharing the stoke. Like, there's some tips on how to do it. Whatever. If you need hacks on sharing the stoke, God bless you. You need probably more than that in life. But I did think it was relevant that we brought it up. It wasn't just about giving Jake a bike. It wasn't just about uh, going out there and riding hard. It was mm-hmm. literally one of these times where, like, everybody... If you, the one thing I can know, I've noticed is if you come out positive and you share the stoke and you start your ride being positive and sharing that plus, it literally is contagious because right. once it starts, it spreads. And if you're willing to do that, then, then everybody benefits from right. it because then it becomes, it's like a feeding frenzy of Skittles. It mm-hmm. just turns into this wonderful, great thing that makes everybody feel better. So just a thought process. The behind. irony in Sunday was that I was out there so early by myself, yeah. like made a fire, even made a post on the group. Like you guys are bitches basically. Right, right. Like, why is no one here? And I was getting mad. It was like almost, it was 30 degrees. Yeah, but it was like nine 30 and no one was there. No, no, no. I showed up at eight. No. Eight 30. Nine 30. Was it nine 30? Yeah. Cause I remember looking at my watch and was like, you were there right. two hours by yourself. Yes. I burnt everything. <laughs> I burnt everything. I had a fire. Ran out um, of wood, started chopping down jumps. Yeah, started riding. Yeah. So um I the the way when I saw people rolling in though, it was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it made it all worth it. Yeah. Just the whole thing. It was great. Yeah, and, and that's I wasn't genuinely mad. I was just No, no, I get it. But I, that's what I'm saying. Is like you have to you have to create that stoke and right. make it work. There's times that I've gone out there by myself where I just wanted because I, I use that place as a as a, a, a place to clear my head. You and I have talked about mm. it before. And we've both been out there working and not talk to each other because we're doing different stuff. Right. And there's times we're just talking the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use that place for a lot of therapeutic. I think that's important. But there's other times I, I even want to just go out there and ride. Like yeah. if we're trying to bed in a trail, I have no problem turning on the old Trek EXE and just riding laps. Right. And no problem. I listen to some Rogan or a podcast or something else. And I there's nothing of consequence on those trails typically, except for the one skinny. It does hurt when you fall. Um <laughs> But otherwise, it's just going through that process of riding them in. And mm-hmm. when I'm done, I feel great. You know, it's it's that kind of thing. So I don't like riding in circles, though. Uh, yeah, the circle thing is brutal. Oh, it's tough. That's why it's been nice to be able to have more trails at the rib. Like last year, I would get bored. You know, like we yeah. have three trails. Like, okay, yep. we're done. What are we doing? Yep. So that's anywhere, now. Though. Yeah, now. Now I've been riding a lot more. I mean, I get 10 miles when I go out there now. So it's that's like, good. Woo. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, you got anything else you want to bring into the mix or are we good to wrap it up? I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm missing something. Like I, there was something I was like, oh, I really want to say that, but I forget. So I guess I don't really need to say that. Well, there you go. I got shirts to make. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, just in case you guys don't know, the FNL league is still going. That's right. It's going yeah. strong. It is going strong. Uh, I'm on the injured list from this point forward. <laughs> um, I have no idea when my back's going to get better. Um, but if you haven't had a chance, if you are local or regional and you want to come down, it's Friday nights at South yes. at the USA Trailhead. That's what you can look for. And it's at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And there's always a prize. Always. You never know what it's going to be, but right. it's always there. And then we go out. Sometimes we go out afterwards. Sometimes we don't. It just depends on people's mood. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. And and it, if you haven't been out there to do it, it's at least come, worth coming out. If you want to meet us not being... Uh, take into a private location. Right. <laughs> this is a great place. Actually, to this is the best way. This it is the really secretly, because that, that's how Pat met us. Yeah. And now Pat's a member because he showed up, turns out he was pretty cool. He fast tracked. Pat got the old fast pass. <laughs> yeah, he did. Maybe that's what we're going to call him is fast, fast pass. pass. Yeah. Um, but he got his way in there pretty quick. So because he's a good dude and he, we, we could tell you can identify that people are going to fit with what we're looking at for now. Right. But you don't know until you come out there. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, again, we've said it multiple times. It's not offended. We're not, 
like being dicks to people that we haven't invited. It's right. just, hey man, like time isn't right. That's it. That's all it is. Unless you want to come build trails, and then the time can be right. And you have a dingo. <laughs> and you have a dingo. You can join for free. Yeah, but please don't show us your dingo the first night. We don't need to see your dingo or dingus. <laughs> um, none of it. <laughs> none of it, please. All right, well, I'm going to wrap the show on that. That's that's just kind of where we're at. Again, share the stoke. It makes everything better. And as always, just remember what Dale Boyd says. If your friend rides a shitty bike, buy him a fucking new one. It's a perfect idiot. Oh, boy.